Broadcasting from London, Ontario, Canada to the rest of the world, it's Ask the Top. Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of Ask the Tom. Appreciate your ongoing support, and if you are a first-time listener, welcome aboard. This is where we talk about all things WWE. News, highlights, rumors, your questions. That's the most important part of the program. And also predictions. Money in the Bank is this coming Sunday, so of course I have predictions for that pay-per-view. I'm sipping on an ice-cold... Three-speed lager, courtesy of Amsterdam Brewery in Toronto, Ontario. It's a unique blend of hops and malt that provide a clean, refreshing taste. Three-speed is our most versatile beer suitable with any food or occasion. That is what is written on the can. I can attest to that. Every episode of the program, I seem to be sipping on a craft brew. If you are in the Toronto area, I highly recommend picking this up. It should be available in most beer stores and LCBO stores. And of course, now in Ontario grocery stores. Isn't that marvelous? So, cheers to a hardworking week. I've started a new gig. I think I told you about this. I'm a manager of strategy and client services. I work for an amazing creative company. I'm excited to be there. So after a long week, I feel like I earned my weekend and I love what I do. And certainly I earned an ice cold three speed lager. On this edition of the program, Kurt Angle versus Triple H. John Cena as a free agent. Multiple stars returning to action. Great balls of fire. The greatest manager of all time. Ronda Rousey in the WWE. And predictions for money in the bank. If you have questions for me, it's easy to find me. I'm all over social media. My footprint is pretty big. It's Ask the Top on Facebook. That is my wrestling page. Chris Toplack on Twitter, Instagram, Google Plus, Tumblr, ChrisToplack.com. Again, I am easy to locate. Let's talk about news because there's plenty of it. It's heavily rumored that Kurt Angle's current storyline will lead to a match with none other than Triple H. Why? It's being said that Triple H would be the safest opponent for Kurt to work with upon his return to the ring. Do you agree with this? I feel like AJ Styles would likely be the safest opponent for Kurt Angle. We've seen them wrestle in TNA, and the reason why is because AJ Styles would bump for him all over the place. So I don't necessarily agree that Triple H is the safest opponent for Kurt Angle, but it would be a high-profile match and a good way to put him back on the map, eventually leading to a big match, hopefully at WrestleMania for the Olympic gold medalist. According to PWI Insider, PW Insider, I should say, uh, the idea of making John Cena a free agent has been tossed around. This was made official on Raw and SmackDown. He will be appearing on SmackDown July the 4th. So the rationale behind this would be to make him available to go back and forth between Raw and SmackDown. Some even speculating that it could lead to a potential dream match between Roman Reigns and John Cena. Could you imagine that? John Cena would have overwhelming support in that match, in my humble opinion. Same source is also reporting that multiple stars set to return to the ring. We already saw Emma and Zack Ryder return this week. 
Braun Strowman has been cleared to return to the ring. They said he was going to be out for about six months. It's more like six weeks. It's been just about a month, so he's set to return. They need to inject him into a very engaging storyline, and at the moment, they don't have something for him, so they're just waiting patiently. Dash Wilder has been cleared to re- uh, to wrestle again. Of course, he's part of the revival. Love them. He's been out of action with a fractured jaw since April. Rusev has been cleared following... Shoulder surgery back in March. He's been clamoring to enter the money in the bank ladder match, but it's all full, so he's going to have to wait his turn. Paige, I haven't heard that name in a while. She's been posting videos and photos online that seem to hint that she's planning on making a return to the ring, but maybe an octagon or a cage because I saw her sparring. So you never know. Will she return to the WWE? I'd like to see it. I still think that she would get a massive reaction, but that being said, she could potentially be lost in the shuffle if she's brought back to either SmackDown or Raw. I'd still love to see her back, though, nonetheless. Talking about the MMA world, but it is connected to the WWE because according to a press release, MMA company Bellator, who seems to be signing a lot of ex-UFC fighters or UFC fighters that basically have just left the promotion, they recently signed Former WWE announcer Mauro Ranello, Mamma Mia, and also former UFC announcer Mike Goldberg, who the WWE, for the record, tried to sign, I think, for Raw back in 2005. They were replacing JR. They eventually brought in Joey Styles, but they actually made an offer to Mike Goldberg. He said no, and he made the right decision because at that time, the UFC was just entering that big boom period, and I think at this rate, They're kind of slowly leaving that. And with that being said, I know this isn't WWE related, but it was just released about an hour ago, an hour and a half or so. Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor, that fight has been finalized for August the 26th at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Will you tune into that? I want to know. Whether you're a wrestling fan, an MMA fan, a boxing fan, I think it's going to attract a lot of of fight fans to see that one. And you know what? I'll even be there to watch it as well, too. Not in Vegas, just in front of my television. I'm not going to pay like five grand, you know, to see that and, of course, spend all the money flying to Vegas and being charged up the yin-yang for hotels. Not going to happen. Highlights from the week, not many in my eyes, but that being said, it wasn't a bad week. I thought Rob was pretty decent. I thought SmackDown was fantastic as always. I still am more partial to Team Blue than Team Red. The Brock Lesnar and Samoa Joe confrontation, I really thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, Samoa Joe even got a big kick in the head to Brock Lesnar. I'm sure he felt that one the next morning. Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles, and Sami Zayn taking on Baron Corbin, Kevin Owens, and Dolph Ziggler. Dug that match. Also, Randy Orton's RKO out of nowhere on Jinder Mahal. I thought that was pretty incredible too. And then, of course, he slithers outside of the ring. Really dug that. He's posing in the crowd. Most people trying to get in their selfies as he was standing there. So I thought that was a great segment. Overall, two great episodes of uh, Raw and especially SmackDown. Let's get to your questions now. This is from VSW via Google+. What's your thoughts on the name of Raw's new pay-per-view, Great Balls of Fire? It has been mocked and with good reason. Whoever pitched this idea should be immediately fired or at the very least, suspended without pay. I mean, is this the best the creative team could come up with? I mean, think about it. There's so many better original ideas. And even with that being said, think about all the pay-per-view names of the past you could just bring back and resurrect. No Mercy, that's one that I would love to see again. 
perhaps because I have so many fond memories of the Nintendo 64 game. Best wrestling game of all time, all time by the way. Uh, the Great American Bash. It is the summer after all. That makes sense. So many others. But Great Balls of Fire just simply doesn't make any sense whatsoever. What do you think? I believe it's just such a joke of a pay-per-view name. And again, that's probably one that Vince sat there and said, ha, 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 love the name. That's hilarious. That's a great one. Blueberry, question mark. That's that's the name. Via Google+, Plus. how would you book Joe versus Brock? I'll tell you one thing right off the bat. I'm, I'm super excited to see this match. Two giants going at it. Samoa Joe... For a lot of people, they you know they wrote him off. They said, oh, he doesn't have the physique. Doesn't have the charisma. They're crazy. That guy has star written all over him. He is absolutely 100% genuine and legitimate. And that's the same with Brock Lesnar. So seeing those two go toe-to-toe makes me very excited about the possibilities. Let's just hope it's not a squash match. Let's just hope that Samoa Joe just doesn't visit Suplex City for the entire duration of the match. But that being said, I would have saved this match for WrestleMania. I heard Jim Cornette talk about that on a recent table for three. I adamantly agree with that sentiment. Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania with the Samoan submission machine emerging victorious. How about that? That's how I would book it personally. Brock Lesnar is very likely going to retain the Universal Championship at Great Balls of Fire. Though I do believe Samoa Joe would be a fantastic champion. They're just not going to let Brock Lesnar, a man who they consider to be an attraction, lose at a pay-per-view called Great Balls of Fire. It's not going to happen. Franklin via Twitter, greatest manager of all time, Bobby Heenan or Paul Heyman. First of all, Paul Heyman would tell you he's not a manager. He's an advocate after all. But let's ignore that for a second. Paul Heyman produces arguably the best promo in professional wrestling history. I would say he rivals the likes of Jake the Snake Roberts, who I still consider to be the benchmark, the best of all time. But Stone Cold Steve Austin right there too, perhaps The Rock as well. But Paul Heyman is so effective. You buy into what he's saying, right? But with that being said, I believe Bobby the Brain Heenan is still the greatest manager in history. Why? He was clever. He was cowardly. He managed a who's who of talent over the years as well. And he was also able to elevate the majority of those wrestlers to the main event. Let's not forget about that. So I would say Bobby Heenan, when I think of a peer manager, still has to be number one. And it is funny how Paul Heyman has really disassociated himself from that title of manager. He really, truly is an advocate in so many ways. He doesn't really physically get involved in the match. He's just the mouthpiece. And again, you believe him because he's so damn effective. But Bobby Heenan, my humble opinion, greatest manager of all time. Bearded Warrior via Twitter. Again, a shout out to Bearded Warrior, a frequent listener of Ultimate Fighting Weekly and Talking Combat with Chris Toplack. It was basically two different UFC-related programs that I produced on a weekly basis. I had about 150 episodes of those combined. So there's a lot of them which you can find on christoplack.com in the archives. He used to ask me questions constantly, so I appreciate you joining me on this WWE journey, which I'm even more passionate about. Will Ronda Rousey ever jump over to the WWE? So, of course, it's an MMA-related question. 
Never say never. I think that she missed her best window of opportunity over the past year to make the jump. But the longer she stays out, you know, maybe the less relevant she becomes. And then I also tend to think on the other side, though, a return would draw big numbers. She received a massive pomp at WrestleMania 31. But that being said, she still had that aura about her. She was undefeated. She was unstoppable. Since then, she's been dismantled twice, knocked out twice, right? So that's kind of what they built upon her was the fact that she was undefeated. She was unstoppable. But now we've seen that, well, both of those things have gone to the wayside. So will they bring her in? I'm sure they're not going to say no. I know even Misha Tate, former UFC women's champion, has said, I'd jump over to the WWE, and I'm sure she'd do well. Right? I mean, they're both very marketable. The problem is, is that they probably don't have, you know, the microphone skills. But, you know, spend some time in NXT, and I'm sure both of them would adapt extremely quickly. Teresa via Google+, greatest hardcore champion. I close my eyes, two names pop into my head immediately. Raven, what was it, 26, 27 title reigns? Most of all time. Steve Blackman, I know he held it heck of a lot less, I think five or six, but he held the titles longer, right? So, I mean, he should be a top contender as well too. Steve Blackman did not really you know, forge a legacy as being a very memorable character, but you know what? As a hardcore champion, he was legit, he was tough, I really enjoyed him, so I would go with Raven or Steve Blackman. Predictions you can take to the bank. So you can take those predictions to the bank with money in the bank. Taking place this coming Sunday, June the 18th, from the Scott Trade Center in St. Louis, Missouri. It is the home of the Viper, Randy Orton. We'll get to him shortly. The eighth time we've had a money in the bank pay-per-view. There's five matches to get to. I'm sure there will be more announced at the very last moment, but we'll get to the five that we have already set. Naomi, the SmackDown Women's Champion, taking on Lana. Now, uh, I was tossing and turning over this one because Naomi is tried, tested, and true. She's arguably the best athlete outside of Charlotte on SmackDown in the women's division. But SmackDown is the land of opportunity after all. And they could have that shocking moment with Lana winning the championship without really any previous experience. Of course, she appeared at WrestleMania and she wrestled there. But aside from that, that's been it. She's just been a manager, a mouthpiece. Haven't seen her in the ring. Of course, she's appeared at live events for NXT. She debuted her new dancing gimmick and her new theme song. But that's really about it. So... Could she come in and basically just shock the world? Could happen. But since they've done that so recently with Jinder Mahal, I'm guessing no. It might be overkill. So I'm going with Naomi to retain the SmackDown Women's Championship. The Usos, Jimmy and Jay, taking on the New Day. Big E, Kofi Kingston, and or Xavier Woods. We don't know. Which of the two it will be? It's Freebird rules, after all. And that's for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Now, here's a little spoiler. If you look at the actual poster for Money in the Bank, it says a golden opportunity awaits, and it has the New Day 
on the front of the poster, it has ladders in the background that is supposed to be like Oz, right? Of course, and it's the yellow brick road, so it all makes sense. Will it be them? I think if they're on the poster, it's got to be them. They don't necessarily need the tag team championships. They really don't. But they're probably going to give it to them and have the Usos chase them. I wish it was the other way around, but I believe the New Day will become the new tag team champions. Let's move ahead. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte versus Natalia versus Tamina versus Carmella with James Ellsworth, by the way. The first ever Money in the Bank women's ladder match. Of course, it is for the women's championship contract opportunity. That's what it's going to be about. We're going to see exactly who's going to get that, right? Who will it be? So many viable contenders. In terms of predictions, I don't make these Based on what I read, many are predicting it will be Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch would be my first choice if, big if, Lana somehow dethroned Naomi. I don't think it's going to happen. So if Lana wins, I'm going with Becky Lynch. But my gut keeps telling me it's going to be Carmella. This is her breakout moment. And SmackDown is all about the land of opportunity. So Carmella would make sense. Of course, she's going to have James Ellsworth potentially lend a hand there. It's not going to be a clean victory, but it's going to happen nonetheless. Because Charlotte doesn't need it. She's validated as one of the top performers on SmackDown, male or female. She's right up there. Natalia doesn't need it. Tamina not really a viable option. Peggy Lynch could be, but she doesn't necessarily need it. This is Carmella's moment. I'm going with Carmella winning that contract to take on either Naomi or Lana, but likely Naomi. Let's go over to the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. That's for the WWE Championship contract there to cash that in anytime they want. Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin versus Sami Zayn versus Dolph Ziggler versus... Nakamura. Let's go over this here. So Kevin Owens, I'm going to scratch him off immediately because he's already the United States champion. AJ Styles will eventually become the WWE champion again. He doesn't necessarily need this. I'd love to see him win this match. Probably won't be him. Baron Corbin, obvious favorite. The creative team sees him as a top heel on SmackDown. To me, it makes sense. I just don't necessarily make sense if Jinder wins, but of course, Baron Corbin could be saving that down the road. Sami Zayn, I don't think he's quite there. Dolph Ziggler, you could basically count him out because he wins, he loses. That's just the way it is. And with Nakamura, I don't think the time is quite right yet. I mean, he was just introduced to the main roster not too long ago. He'll get there. We'll probably see AJ Styles versus Nakamura at WrestleMania. I don't know if he'll be for the WWE Championship. Could be but I don't think he's going to win this match. Baron Corbin seems like the obvious pick, which means he probably won't, but I'm going with him anyway. My prediction, Baron Corbin, to earn that contract to take on the WWE champion. Jinder Mahal with the Singh brothers, of course, they're always a factor, versus Randy Orton, his hometown, for the WWE championship. I can't see them taking the title off of Jinder so quickly. I mean, yes, he goes out and you know he cuts these very stereotypical promos, but at the same time, you know what? He looks like a legitimate champion at the moment, and not just physique by the way that he acts and the way that he is basically you know, displaying his confidence as well, too. So I'm going with Jinder Mahal to retain his championship. It could be a DQ finish, 
but he's going to retain it nonetheless. So those are my predictions. You could take them to the bank for money in the bank. Just don't put actual money against it, right? I don't think it's going to hold up too well. So hopefully you enjoyed the latest episode of Ask the Top. If you would be so kind, do it for me. Do it for me, if for anyone else. Like it, share it, retweet it, share it on your timeline, pass it along to friends, family, and fellow wrestling fans. Get more listeners tuning in on a weekly basis. Until next time, happy trails to you. Until we meet again.